0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Horror Movie Yearbook. I am Tim, and I am joined by one Mister
1: Willie, complete with COVID. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Willie, do you want to? You want Yeah, we, as you can tell, we're on a, a second delay here. Uh, but do you want to tell? Do you want to inform? But you want to just move on from it? Uh, how, how do you want to approach this?
1: Um, we're recording remotely, um, so. We're probably not going to be as uh, cohesive as normal, I guess. If if we ever are, um, we're going to be less so. And also, um, yeah, I'm 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 coming down from the vid, so I'm a little bit um, I'm a little bit less energetic than I normally would like to be. So there's a, a fair warning. And then Tim mentioned there's a delay, so we might sound funny. Um, <laughs> it should be an interesting one, to say the least.
0: It's gonna, it's gonna go great. Um, so, yeah, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna jump right into things tonight. Uh, check out the game nerds. I, I think they've been on a bit of a hiatus lately, uh, but I'm sure they'll be back soon. Westworld Jeff just wrapped up. Willie, I'm gonna ask you right now, what would you like to talk about first? You want to talk about 101 Shutter Moments, or you want to talk about some MCU happenings, some Werewolf by mm. Night?
1: Um, you know, man, let's go ahead and talk with, about the, the werewolf by night stuff, the, the, the Marvel stuff. Let's start, let's start there and we'll close it off with a, let me get my energy out, out first. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, um, I'm gonna have a lot more to say about this because I've watched the trailer for werewolf by night. I've not watched any of the moments. So let's start with that.
0: Alright, we are going to talk about then the Werewolf by Night trailer. So if you have not seen it yet, pause this and go watch it. It's only a minute long. It's pretty cool. Alright, so um, initial thoughts on the trailer. I'll give mine and I'll throw to you. So uh-huh. this, this is a very cool trailer. Um, directed, Written and directed by Michael Giacchino. It's got a um, yeah, it's got that 30s and 40s kind of universal horror vibe. So very nerdy uh, nitpick here, though. Uh, Werewolf by Night is a 70s comic, right? So it should be kind of like throwback to the 70s. Whatever, whatever. But anyway, (laughs) that was that was me. It shouldn't be black and white. Uh, But uh, that was just kind of a a nerdy nitpick. Um, But yeah, it's cool. Um, I am looking forward to it. It's just going to be a special, I guess. So Willie, you know a little bit more. I am a werewolf by night fan, but you know what this could be leading into, but what were your thoughts on the trailer?
1: Um, I, I liked it. it it's, I, you know, I didn't know exactly what to expect from this. I would heard rumor that they're we're going to play up some of the campiness and kind of that almost like a hammer horror vibe to some of it. Um, or even some of the older Universal stuff, like like a, like a bit of that vibe, um, where the performances were a little larger than life, and they really leaned into that old school kind of uh, horror cinema aesthetic. And it seems like they're doing that. Um, you know, it's, I think it's I, I think that you know we've talked in the past, I know for sure off the show, but maybe even on the show about um, how one of the nice things about these Marvel shows that they've been doing. Um, even though I think that the quality has been, you know, a little up and down, kind of all over the map. Um, I've enjoyed the whole appointment viewing aspect of it. I've enjoyed um, being excited to watch something on Wednesday night or Thursday night or whatever. Um, That's been very nice. And I think that doing a Halloween special plays into that. You know, it's, 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 I remember, you know, I, I think they still do like Christmas specials on network TV and whatnot but um I'm definitely excited to, to get that feeling of the of the Halloween special because it's been a while um so yeah'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it uh, I don't come in with it to into it with a ton of I haven't read a ton of werewolf by night I mean I know the character um I've read. His crossover stuff with Moon Knight, um, in particular, because that's a character I've read a lot of. Um, he's he's a fun character because he's he's a werewolf. Um, he's he's a werewolf, and he's but he's like, kind of like, what if a werewolf was kind of a superhero, like, or at least lived in this universe populated by superheroes, and you know he was able to use his werewolf powers to fight, you know. Uh, even more evil things than himself um yeah i don't know i you know i'm looking forward to it and i'm going into it without any sort of like um like preconceived notions of what it should be or without any sort of like they have to be beholden to any specific origin of the character or anything like that so i think as long as i get some cool um werewolfy action uh, and it looks like it's gonna be practical the werewolf stuff, so that's even cooler um but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it uh, Tim, w- what about you? I mean, I know you, you said you mentioned that you're not like a, a werewolf by night guy or anything, but like did is this something that is this like an itch you've been wanting to get scratched from a marvel from a comic book perspective like wanting to see some of the horror stuff more so?
0: Yes, and this is something that we got a little bit of. In some of, you know, I'll even say, it, yeah, in WandaVision, there was a hint of it, obviously, um, especially towards the end. And then um, Doctor Strange, of course, the with the Sam Raimi direction and and quite a bit of the uh, of what happened in that movie. I guess I'll try to stay spoiler free, even though it's been out for a while. But um, but that as well, we got a little bit Moon Knight was kind of uh, a little bit. Of that, And honestly, we've gotten a little bit of it in She-Hulk as well. Um, so. So, I am familiar, like I said, with Jack Russell, right? Uh, Jack, Or Jacob Russoff? Yeah. Is the name? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, good. so I'm
0: familiar enough um, I think I know where this is going the, I think I know what this might lead into As far as the larger MCU And I think it's really cool Especially if it could lead into something like Blade What I'm going to do here, Willie Is I did not plan this out with the delay But what I'm going to do here is I'm going to I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions Like I'm going to play Dummy here um, And I'm going to have you explain a couple things to me From the trailer And one of the things that I would like um i'm gonna ask you right now so man thing was in this trailer correct i did see him
1: man thing yes of course yep he's definitely uh there's a brief shot of his face
0: yeah can you explain can you explain to the me why i should be excited about man thing i only know him from the uh sci-fi original movie <laughs>
1: well if you've seen it you should know exactly why you should be excited no um i mean (laughs) i man thing's kind of like he's not swamp thing like he's not marvel's swamp thing but he kind of it like he's a big gross green monster that lives in like a swampy place and like is some sort of protector of um some sort of mystical realm or something crazy like that. I don't know a ton about man thing. If I'm being completely honest with you, Um, I do know that he is the, uh, he has one of the either most or least fortunate named comic books of all time. Do you know which one I'm talking about?
0: Um, (laughs) I don't think I do. (laughs) Uh,
1: Giant size man thing. Um, which was a real... <laughs> which was a... <laughs> which was a real comic book um, that exists. Um, I, I need to really... I should pick up a copy at some point, but um, I haven't done that yet, so I should really get on that. But yeah, giant-sized Man-Thing. So no, uh, I think that this is... That this Seeing things like uh, Man-Thing pop up in this trailer, it's very exciting because... Um, I think that this this group of uh, it seems like there's some sort of gathering of uh, monster hunters or something going on here in this trailer is what it seems like, so they could really kind of bring in a few different characters if they wanted to from that corner of the the Marvel Marvel universe. Man, things one of yeah, them. Yeah.
0: So. So that was the, yeah, that was the next question I'm going to lead into. You kind of touched on the monster hunters. Uh, And so I think obviously the question here is because we've seen Moon Knight, um, we know we're getting Blade. Um, I believe there's a character named Elsa Bloodstone in this trailer as well. So are we getting the Midnight Suns? And I know you wrote an article a while back on the website, but can you, can you give us like a, um, just kind of a brief run through of who the Midnight Suns are?
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so, the are we getting a Midnight Suns? I would say the answer is yes. And I think it goes beyond kind of the seeds that they're planting with uh, Blade coming around the corner, as you mentioned, Werewolf by Night's happening. Moon Knight certainly could be a potential member of that roster. Um, uh, Elsa Bloodstone, they set up Black Knight to be involved in the Blade stuff, it seems like. So, there's, there is definitely a, a growing... Um, Agatha, I think is another option. Um, there's a growing uh, potential roster in the various Marvel projects that could make up a Midnight Suns uh, team. Um, but beyond that, they are also I mean there's a Midnight Suns video game that is, is coming out. Um, I think that Marvel is nothing if not uh, savvy to timing the releases uh, of their different media and uh trying to build up ip that way um i believe there's also a new midnight suns comic book series either currently on the stands or coming out soon so it seems like there's a bit of a midnight suns you know renaissance happening and that tends to lead into them uh, uh producing i guess whether it be a show or a movie or whatever um i, I think that that's where we're headed, but. As far as, um, uh, what that team is, um, I, it, it is, a, it's a collection of heroes or anti-heroes or sometimes even villains, um, in the more supernatural slash horror, uh, area of the Marvel universe that team up to fight, uh, big, nasty demonic threats. So, um they've dealt with things in the past from, uh, the dark hold, which is the book. If you remember correctly, if you've seen, uh, I know you've seen it, but if, for those that have seen, uh, Dr. Strange, uh, multiverse madness, uh, the dark hold is the book that, uh, kind of serves as as a MacGuffin throughout that movie. Um, that's very entrenched in the, the midnight sun stuff. Um, they've also frequently battled with a demonic, uh, character called lilith um she's kind of a uh demon kind of vamp not a vampire but has vampiric qualities and stuff but kind of this demon queen uh, i think she's the villain of the, the video game they're doing as well um so that's you know they, they team up to to do these things um and the uh the roster's changed over the years certainly there have been many iterations um Blade is generally always a, a, a member of the team. Blade is kind of a constant. Um, Ghost Rider is another one that's been on, I think, every version of uh, the Midnight Suns. Uh, sometimes it's a different Ghost Rider because there's a few different ones. Um, Doctor Strange has lo- mostly been a member in the comics of the Midnight Suns. Um, and then you've had you know other characters. Morbius has been involved. I don't think Jared Leto will be involved in this. <laughs> in what in whatever they do. But you never know. You never know. Uh you know the internet would tell you that it's it's a really special film. So um there's plenty of memes. So
0: Yeah, uh, yeah is, as we all know, means me memes mean money. As we all know.
1: Yeah. Just ask Sony. Um but yeah, so there's been plenty of um Iterations and whatnot. I think the, the most recent version of The Midnight Suns that I can recall was assembled in a miniseries called, uh, I believe it was Doctor Strange Damnation, I think is the name of it. And I think it's it deals with Doctor Strange getting, I believe, captured by uh, Mephisto. Um, and. Wong uh, assembles a new team of um, Midnight Suns to free Strange from Mephisto's. Uh, I don't know if he's possessed him or if he's. If he's, I can't remember exactly. But um, they they work together to free um, Doctor Strange, and that that's probably funny enough. I've read a lot of Midnight Sun stuff. And I love the old school '90s um, roster with, because it's just so rad. I mean, you've got like Vengeance. Do you remember Vengeance?
0: Um, no, I don't.
1: <laughs> he was like that more because, because apparently Ghost Rider doesn't look rad enough. They needed to oh, make Ghost Rider a more, Vengeance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the newest roster, anyway, from Doctor Strange: Damnation, I really like. So it's it's Wong who I love blade elsa bloodstone uh doctor voodoo uh iron fist scarlet spider ben Riley, um ghost rider moon knight and man thing is the roster it's, it's pretty okay. rad. um and they all throw so, them with, with the stone
0: so would that be would that be then your dream roster like if you were going to make your own midnight sun <laughs> would be that be the roster you choose
1: or chose i don't know um i would have liked wanda to have been on the team i'm not sure if that's what they're gonna do at this point um i always thought she'd be a cool fit no i mean i I want moon knight involved because i do think that the moon knight show dropped the ball a bit on the horror aspect of that character so i'd like moon knight um i would like uh some sort of wizardy or witchy character it does not have to be Doctor Strange. Um, I'd be cool with Agatha at this point being a member okay. of the team. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Um, Blade is a must, absolutely. Ghost Rider, in my opinion, is a must. Uh, Man Thing would be rad. Werewolf by Night would be a rad addition. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know that. I don't know that a perfect. If I have a perfect version of the roster necessarily, but it has to have Blade. It has to have Ghost Rider. And you've got to have some sort of magic-wielding character as well. That's my; Those are like my absolute prerequisites. And then you need to pepper in kind of a cool smattering of different uh, types of characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So...
0: OK, so OK, so I guess then you think that's probably the more realistic MCU cast is who you just kind of named off there with like <laughs> Agatha and Blade. And um. so I guess then I'm OK, I'm going to throw a couple more questions at you here um, since, while, I, while you've got the energy. Um, I am going to ask you. So you mentioned. Johnny Blaze, Ghostwriter. Now, there's Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch. I'm going to put you on the spot. You remember the old Wizard World magazine or Wizard Magazine <laughs> that used to do the fan casting in here? Who do you want? I'm going to say Johnny Blaze. Who would you cast, Wizard Magazine style, fan casting as Johnny Blaze?
1: Oh, man, oh, man. I put you on
0: the spot. If you want to think, I'll give you mine. Yeah. Okay, the the names. I mean, Norman Reedus is who I've seen thrown around a lot. I've seen Keanu thrown out, Keanu Reeves thrown out a lot. I'm gonna say uh, Johnny Blaze. I'm gonna go with Dan Stevens.
1: Mm, that's not bad. Okay, okay, I can dig that. Um, yeah, I you know you know what's funny is it, it with with Johnny Blaze, you can kind of. I feel like the casting is so open for that role. Like in terms of like, I don't feel like. You could go younger you could go older you could go uh any of, any any race or ethnicity period i think with that role um you could go uh you could do a, a female johnny blaze essentially right. um i think you just don't like there's so many variations you could you could take that that character on so it's really hard to, to pin it down to one person um I've certainly heard Norman Reedus thrown out a lot, which I think is probably just because he rides motorcycles a lot.
0: <laughs> every every fan cast I searched was just like dudes are like sons of anarchy. Uh, <laughs> dudes, dudes that rode motorcycles. Uh, my Dan Stevens pick was because of the guest. I thought he could he could pull off kind of the Johnny Blaze look and also kind of be like a cool ass kicker.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um you know, someone that I know wants to play Ghost Rider. Um, because he's been fan cast for a lot of different Marvel things. And he's not, like, my favorite actor, but I think he could... I think he'd be kind of fun for it, is uh, Gosling. Yeah. Um, Because Gosling can play a little rough, but he's also, like, he's got a charm to him. Um, He's got a Devil May Care thing that he could do, I think, as, like, the stuntman Johnny Blaze, you know? Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I know he wants to do it, so... I say go for it. Give me some Gosling. It's, I mean, it's, you know, normally I'd be like, oh, he's never going to do a Midnight Sun's TV show, but like these shows are not treated as shows, right? I mean, they're giant movies essentially. So I'm gonna go. I'm to go Gosling. It might be boring, but I'm gonna go with that.
0: I'm do a couple. All right, I'm gonna do a couple. more. I'm gonna. Okay. So we've got you've mentioned Morbius. Now, would you bring over um, Jared Leto as Morbius, <laughs> or or would you recast Morbius? I'm recasting it. I'm tired yeah.
1: of Leto. Tired I don't. I don't think you can. You could bring Leto over at this juncture because of how ridiculous the following of that movie has become with the memes and stuff. Like I think that yeah, you can't. You couldn't. Right. People would just, automatically like make a joke out of it. So.
0: So here is my, and I'm gonna go a little bit outside. Um, the box with Morbius here, but I think this would be cool. He's um, well, you know, Barry's not really a comedic role. I'm going to say Bill Hader. I have Bill Hader as Morbius. Oh my is, God. In my fan cast. Just, it would be something different. I think he could pull off being a doctor. Um, he kind of looks, he's kind of lanky like uh, old Morbius. Uh, Morbius though is a tank in the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. That's what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> 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 Everybody's jacked in those 90 car- 90s. <laughs> God. God. <laughs> like, like all of them.
0: Peter Parker is a linebacker. He's huge. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, that's funny. Um, man, Morbius. I'd go. You know, I'd go Jeremy Davies. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'd go Jeremy Davies. Let him cut loose. I like Jeremy Davies.
0: The other one I had was Eddie. Uh, is Eddie Ransom?
1: Eddie Ransom. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, James Ransom.
0: James Ransom, not Eddie. Uh, yeah, <clears> yeah. <laughs> got him Yeah, mixed up. No,
1: that's a great. That's a great. We just picked two cast members of uh, uh. What's it called? Black man. Black uh Black Black phone? phone. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I technically did um do cast members of It Chapter Two because I had Bill Hader. As
1: well. Oh weird. Weird. Yeah.
0: There you go. go. Uh, man Thing is just gonna be a voice, right? Do you have a do you have a good voice for Man Thing? <laughs> Vin Diesel. Oh they should put the rock.
1: Oh, okay, okay. That'd be fun. Uh, Vin would love that. Um so <laughs> he'd be on he'd be on Instagram trying to like promote some non-existent man thing versus group movie like he'd be oh god um no you know what here's here's where i think you um i think that you know marvel's savvy enough to know that they'd be making a a, a show or a film that's appealing to a slightly different audience with the with the horror elements and stuff and i feel like to gain some goodwill and i think they, they're generally pretty good about doing that to gain some goodwill, I think if you're gonna do a voice for man thing, you cast kind of a legendary horror uh, actor okay. as the man thing voice. And I want to go. I'm gonna go with Kane Hodder. He's got that gruffness oh. and that growl that you could do for man thing's voice, and he could probably do mocap too. <laughs> I, he could probably do the mocap too. So give me Kane.
0: I like that. Uh, who else is on? The, who else is on this uh, roster? That, uh, but because most of the they've been cast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we're we're good there. You think Black Knight's going to be on there, right?
1: So. I think so. It seems that way. I don't know. They said that it's Mahershala Ali's voice at the end of uh, Eternals, talking to him. So yes, um, yeah. so a, He'll be
0: a he'll get, he'll be a good blade. Um, he'll be yeah. a good blade. Yeah, yeah so I think got, so
1: too. Yeah,
0: he's got um, Wesley's blessing. All right, so last question then. <laughs> the, oh, West we... <laughs> the West Bless. <laughs> the West Plus, Yes. Uh, um, let... Oh, you know what the um, uh, the guy doing the voice for Man thing? There is a guy doing a voice. Uh, his name is escaping me, but he was a creature designer. He I think he worked for ILM mm. for a while back in the day. Um, he's been in some of the Marvel movies. I think he's been in Spider Man. So uh, mm. I don't. His name is escaping me right now. All right, so. We talked about the comics. Horror has been, uh, I would say, it, I wouldn't say a staple of Marvel comics since, um, but it's it's been around in Marvel comics since back when it was called like what was it, Timely Comics? Mm-hmm. Yep, um, and Atlas Comics. I mean, yeah, stuff like way back in the forties and fifties, around the same time, EC Comics was running around with like Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror, stuff like that. Marvel had its own um, horror books at the time as well, but the seventies is the big kind of boom of um, Marvel horrors, because you have stuff like Dracula, the Marvel Dracula, I, Marvel, there was Marvel Frankenstein, right? Werewolf by night, obviously. Um, all the zombie? Of stuff, like, yes. <laughs> so, uh, man, are you familiar <laughs> with man, I am not. <laughs> yeah. Tomb of Dracula was the one I was thinking. Um, uh, but that's when ghostwriter and Morbius were introduced as well. I believe blade was as well around that time. So uh, this is uh, this is kind of what I am liking about this current phase of Marvel is we're getting we're getting into the horror stuff and we're getting into the stuff like Shang chi which is the kind of like the kung Fu um, the martial arts stuff and we're probably gonna get some iron fist stuff, right? mm hmm Um, so that we're getting into that weird kind of funky seventies Marvel era that I really like. And then it will even lead into the eighties with the X-Men obviously. Um, but my question is, so do you have any personal favorite, like Marvel horror comics that you can recommend um,
1: Mm. to
0: people? I know you, you're big in like, you like that moon Knight run, right? That was very,
1: (sighs) yeah. I mean, like, I like the, I do like the, the first uh, series of Moon Knight comics where it was actually a backup. Um, it was like a, like back in the day they would make the you know they would have the comic books, and you'd have a backup story at the end of whatever your comic was. Um, so in the Hulk's uh book at the time, his his comic Moon Knight had kind of a backup um uh strip at the end of the book, and they were always very. Um there he was always dealing with like creepy stuff like he was like serial killers and uh you know just just stuff that was a little bit darker than maybe some of the um other superhero comics at the time were dealing with um and I always dug that um god i i never read a ton of marvel horror beyond the midnight sun stuff it just never Um, that early, early stuff I never really got into. I mean, I I was into EC comics and stuff like that for my horror, you know, my horror fix. Um, and then a little bit later, some of like the manga, like the horror manga series and stuff. I kind of like some of that, like the Japanese stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I didn't read a bunch beyond the Moon Knight runs that I've read. I think the best one, gosh, the best one is to read is probably starting with the, um, those backups in Hulk magazine, it was called. It was called Hulk magazine. Okay. Um, and reading those backups is well worth it. And the creative team who did those backups did, uh, pro did the first Moon Knight series, like solo series. Um, and that's all by uh, Doug Munch. I, I, I always miss, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Doug Munch or Munch. And uh, Bill Sankiewicz were the two. Ah, uh, okay. That's kind of the run. Um... That has a lot of that kind of drippy, ooey-gooey, uh, nasty, horror vibe that I like so much. Um, yeah. Did you
0: ever read, um, just to ask, did you ever read Marvel Zombies?
1: Um, I read the first, yes, I read the first series. You know, they, they've, they've made like eight of them, you know what the I mean? The Kirkman
0: but, series, right?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. How was yeah. that one? It's fun. I mean, I, you know, it's fun. It's not something I ever feel a need to return to, you know. I think it's a fun idea, but I don't. It's not a comic that I loved enough to like go back and reread it at any point in time. So, I guess. And then, oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say just I, you know, take that as you will. I guess, you know.
0: And then the other one I was gonna ask you about is you have recommended to me in the past. Um, there's a Venom series that is very oh, much like the thing. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'll have to look it up as we're talking. But yeah, so there's. So after, for those that don't know, you know, Venom, the, the the Spider-Man, I guess, villain character, or I guess he's, like, a superhero now. Um, he's got his movies. You guys know who he is. Um, was huge in the 90s. I mean, Venom was, like, God, all over everything in the 90s. He was one of those characters that, you know, like Gambit and Cable, who were in, like, every single um. It felt like every single yeah. issue of of everything. And uh, Venom was like that. And then they turned him into a superhero. And I think what happened was um, people got burnt out on, um, on the just overexposure of characters like that. And... At one point, Marvel decided, okay, it's time to try and, uh, you know, reboot the, the Venom character, and they did in this weird kind of arctic set horror story about, there's no Eddie Brock or any host or anything, it's just the symbiote, and it is, um like murdering these people. It's very much the thing. Like it feels very thing inspired by the thing where these people are getting picked off by the symbiote in this Arctic setting. And it was super sweet. And I wish I could tell you exactly what volume of venom it was, but I do not know off the top of my head. I'll have to double back to that at some point and let you guys know. Um, Yeah.
0: Okay yeah very cool um a couple so a couple of i'm an x-men guy um and there are a couple of x-men can kind of it can kind of dip its toes into some of that i mean like the brood um has some horror elements the brood saga um, uh uh, iliana rasputin and and limbo and magic and all that stuff but the one i want to uh recommend to this if people haven't read it and maybe have seen the movie which i actually kind of like the new mutants movie is the demon bear saga that's also a bill Mm senkowitz um Mm-hmm. drawn comic if I recall um mm-hmm. I think Chris Claremont rules. does a, uh does a, yes um and that is um that is an x-men story it's a new mutant story but the demon bear saga is a really really good like Marvel horror story I also remember when I was a kid there being a Clive Barker Hellraiser Marvel book and I, I've never read it and I really really want to <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah it's um, uh I'm a big uh big proponent of the, like some of the old Halloween comics and stuff. I always thought those were pretty cool. Um, like the Michael Myers-y stuff. Uh, so I, I, I never read Hellraiser, but I'd like to check it out at some point.
0: Yes. And yeah, I've, I've read some of the, I've read, um, probably the first 10 or so issues of Werewolf by Night and some of the old 70s stuff. And those are fun too. So, uh, very cool. So are you, um, so you're excited that we're getting some horror in the, in the MCU it's coming, right? It's going to happen. Yep, and um, we we are going. We'll we'll talk about Werewolf by Night, the movie, a little bit more when it comes out because I think we have both um, decided we will talk about it, uh, we will watch it, and we will discuss. So very cool. All right, there we go. There's that. Now we're gonna see how we do this. I have been watching 101. uh, I don't remember the exact um, title of the show. It's on Shutter right now. It's like 101. Scariest movie moment. If you remember on AMC, yep, 101 scariest horror movie moments of all time. And they're counting down, uh, they're through the first 25 after two episodes. So I have been tracking all 25 of them. I have been tracking the movie, I have been tracking the moment, and I've been thinking if maybe there are some alternate moments that I may may make an argument for over what they picked. I also understand what they picked. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them but I did pick out some and I'm going to see Willie has not been watching it. So what I'm going to do here is I have highlighted a couple and I'm going to see if Willie can guess the moment that the shutter or the producers, whoever chose to represent the scariest moment in that film. So mm. are you ready, Willie?
1: Yes. Um, I did discover real quick before we jump in. I did discover the venom run. Um, I wanted okay. to make sure that I, I mentioned this. Uh, this is a uh, venom Ven- volume one. So the first series called venom started in 2003. Uh, and it begins in the, with the first issue that, uh, yeah. So there you go.
0: Gotcha. I really like a lot of the, um, I'm a big fan of those early 2000 comics when Marvel, like right after the big boom and mm-hmm. right after all, all things had gone south in comics and they kind of came back in and they streamlined a lot of it. So that sounds like it falls right into that. So
1: yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so first up, we have got It Follows. Um, And I'm not going to give the rankings or anything here, but Willie, can you tell me, can you guess the scene from It Follows they chose to represent the movie?
1: Yeah, the big tall giant guy that walks through the doorway.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Um, is that in the opening scene?
1: No, this is like a later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I would no, guess. He chose the
0: opening scene.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, where the camera is. Yeah, the camera's kind of following her, and then it cuts to her dead on the beach. Spoilers. There may be some slight spoilers here.
1: <laughs> okay, that's a good pick though. There's there's some really solid moments in that movie. So. I, so I your like
0: ultimate it. moment would be your ultimate moment. Alternate moment would be the tall man uh, there. That
1: was just my guess for them. But my ultimate moment, honestly, is is none of – it's none of those big moments in the movie. It's it's all, like, the little stuff. Like, the weird little shots. Like, I remember there was one where she's in a school or something, and she's looking out the window, and she sees somebody walking across the courtyard. And, like, you see them out of focus in the background walking towards her before she even notices. And it reminded me a lot of what some of the stuff Carpenter did with – The original halloween in terms of having michael myers in the background of scenes just kind of watching um not active in the scene not not a not an active threat in the scene but like there you know and reminding you that the the danger was always near that's the stuff that i like and it follows is that that stuff where like those quiet moments where you feel like it should be like a a come down or like a like a settle down moment and it's not because you're reminded that this presence is always, you know, always following her. So,
0: Yeah. Yes. So um, it's been a while since I've seen it, fellas. I would like to watch it again. Maybe this Halloween season I will watch it. Mm. Uh, Next up here, I'm going to ask you Salem's Lot. Do you remember Salem's Lot? Well, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the old Toby Hooper version. Um, Can you guess which moment they chose as the scariest moment from Salem's Lot?
1: Little boy vampire tapping on the window.
0: Yep.
1: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, that's that's the one.
0: Yeah. Um, it's shot. There's a little trivia. shot in slow motion in reverse.
1: Okay. It okay. works, man. It's creepy. It's what creepy.
0: What about uh, next one here? What about the strangers? Can, oh. Can you think of what? See, this is tough because they kind of. There are a couple of moments in here, and this was something that they kind of did in the original ones as well. There are kind of like multiple moments in these things, but they focus on one in particular,
1: I think. But Mm. can you
0: guess the Strangers?
1: Yeah, it's probably the Because You Were Home line. Yep. Um, Because that's kind of like the ultimate, like, it's kind of the thesis for the movie, almost. Like, it, it becomes like the... That moment sums up everything that's going on in the, over the course of that movie it's these these are people that have no there's no rhyme or reason there's no um, not only is there no remorse there's no there's no sense of like even purpose behind what they're doing they're just doing it for fun so yeah that's definitely it's the because you were home thing
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what they chose. The other one though, that they mention, um, and I think it might be around, I think it's around the the same scene. I think it's the same sequence if I'm remembering correctly, but it's where Liv Tyler's in the kitchen drinking water and you see one of the strangers kind of in the background, Mm -hmm. um, move Mm -hmm. as she's in the kitchen. And I think that leads into that scene we talked about, but that is, I mean, that line is like you said, the thesis of the movie and it's terrifying.
1: Yeah. Um, It's, it's, it's one of those, it's one of those lines that, um, uh, it does, it sends chills. Like you get the chills when you hear it, Cause it's just, so it's the delivery and the writing and It the whole thing just works. It's uh like scream, uh, scream with the, um, that, that classic, because I want to know who I'm looking at when he's, when, when he mentioned, when he says that to drew Barrymore and it changes the whole, uh, vibe of that opening scene. There are certain lines and certain deliveries that man, they just like, doesn't matter how many times you've seen this, how many times you've seen the scene. It really, um, I don't know. It just gets you. So,
0: Next up, the birds. Do
1: mm. you remember uh, the birds? I do. Probably the attic attack scene, I would think. Mm,
0: you're wrong, actually.
1: Okay. Phone booth. Phone booth. Okay. That was my second guess.
0: Yeah, we're where she runs into the phone booth yeah so um i don't know the birds is actually not my like i like the birds but it's not my favorite hitchcock movie it's kind of it's fine um yeah. it's mm-hmm. I, I get i get why it's seen to be a classic but yeah the part with the one part where she runs into the phone booth and all the birds are running around running
1: that's a classic down. yeah
0: I'm not going to ask you this one. I just wanted to make mention of this particular scene that they, and I'm glad it's on here. It's the and drive, the Winkie's diner scene. Um, and it's the most horrifying scene in the history of movies. The hobo
1: thing. <laughs> is that the one? Yes. Oh yes. God. It's it so is, scary. It is.
0: I could not, I, I was, I mean, I was like an adult by the time I saw this and I could not sleep for a week. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's in there and it should be. Um, so next one I'm going to ask you though is Child's Play the original?
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. As soon as she notices the batteries aren't in the doll, in the doll, yep. that's 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 that is like that is exactly like they're picking good stuff here because they're not just picking the obvious big jump scary moments. They're picking the moments where your 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 brain just goes, oh no.
0: <laughs> and I should mention just uh, for anybody who has this is uh, they're doing a great job with this so far. And I really love these type of countdown shows. Anyway, we've talked about it. Like every generation needs one of these style of shows and uh, they're knocking out of the park so far. So yes, definitely. That is the one. All right. The next one here, there are a couple here. You could choose Uh, an American werewolf in London.
1: Mm. Oh, I got to think on this. Um, It's probably the, the the transformation scene, right? Like the, the classic. It's not. Okay, then it's, then it must be the weird Nazi werewolf dream, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. That's a good choice.
0: So, so the, yeah, they went with the, the dream sequence with the, like the, that uh, starts out with like the Muppets and it turns into like machine gun mutated Nazis. Um, And it is a great scene. It's kind of one of those weird, like, why is this happening scenes? I would argue though. So this is where I'm going to throw my first argument in against this. I would go with the transformation to okay. scene. Um, because I just think that's, I still think that is the best werewolf transformation ever in the history of werewolf movies. And I just think that's the thing that sticks with me the most. I kind of think they didn't do it because they put the transformation sequence from the original, the 1941 Wolfman, um, in there. So that I think they I don't think they want to do, um, two transformation scenes. And I can get that because like, imagine you're in the theater in 1941 and you're seeing um, this man turn into a wolf in front of you. Also, they had great video of Keith David um, just loving it. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> he loves this. <laughs> so, so you wonderful. can't go away from that. I would make an argument for the transformation scene, but there you go. Um, zombie two. Fulci.
1: Ooh, uh, the eyeball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Eyeball poke. Okay. For sure.
0: That, yep, yeah, that's what it was. That uh, And they show that. We talked a little bit about um, uh, that on things that make us squirm, and uh, that made me squirm the shard of wood.
1: Mm-hmm. Right it's nasty.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll do a few more here. Doctor Sleep. What do you think they chose from Doctor Sleep?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh... Is it the scene where they kill the kid? Because that scene yes. rough.
0: Yeah, Bradley Trevor, the Little League player. Oh, that yes.
1: is rough, dude.
0: Yeah. Um, that is, the, yeah, the, the one where that, yeah, they, yeah, I guess spoilers a little bit. The only, where they, the tribe and Rose the Hat in particular, they kind of, and they kind of have this weird, like, kind of like orgy with his life force, kind of. Uh, what's it's the kid's
1: horrifying. name? horrifying. Oh, it's... it's uh, uh, Tremblay. Tremblay, yeah. Yeah who's
0: very good in that scene. <laughs> so Um The only thing I might make an argument for, and it's more of a mo I guess this is moment moments, is the um uh, is uh Danny waking up next to the woman. Um, oh god. But that's just more like just a horrifying uh, oh. in general next to the woman, um, with the kid. Yeah.
1: God, that movie's good.
0: It is really good, and I'm glad, like, this is kind of, this is the reason why I like these things to be updated every so often, because you can finally, we can talk about stuff from It Follows and Dr. Sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Candyman, 1992, the original. What do you think they chose for Candyman? Oh.
1: Oh, boy.
0: There are a couple here I think you could go with, and they do talk about a couple, and,
1: yeah. Yeah, um... I don't know what they would have, probably the scene. Well, no, they don't, they show his origin in candy, in the original Candyman.
0: No, isn't that in two? That's, That's in, two. in two, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I actually don't know what they would go with a Candyman. i trying to think.
0: So yeah. There's, they, there's, yeah. They went with um, uh, Tony Todd actually seems to go with it. He, the scene in the parking lot where he stalks Helen. Okay. Because uh, yeah. it's the first time you see Candyman. I'm Team Garris on this one because McGarris goes with the live bees that kind of come out, that Candyman kind of vomits out of his
1: mouth. Yeah, that's good stuff.
0: Yeah, that, that is, that's the one that sticks with me. So I'm Team McGarris on this one. Uh, two more here, and then we'll wrap it up. The original Evil Dead.
1: The original? Oh, man. Um.
0: This is tough um, because I get, e- I get those first two Evil Ted's kind of mixed up in my mind. Some of the moments that happen okay. in them.
1: Would it be the, is it the tree scene? Is it the, the, the tree rape?
0: No, they stayed away from the tree rape.
1: Okay. Is it, is it just his sister in the basement just screaming and pounding on the... like when she's... No. Okay.
0: They went with Cheryl being possessed and then the pencil going into the ankle.
1: Okay, yeah. So, the, so Cheryl, the Cheryl thing is is what I was talking about. I mean, to a certain extent, but the pencil going in the ankle, yeah, that's that is an early moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the blood kind of kind of oozes out. It's it, gross. Evil, yeah, Evil Dead is the it, like the last fifteen minutes of that movie, and that's the thing is I I can tell they try to stay away from spoiling the ends of these movie, but the last fifteen minutes or so of Evil Dead is just complete insanity.
1: So. Oh, just nuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the last one here. Um Dawn of the Dead, the Snyder version, the Zack Snyder version.
1: Oh. Man. I okay, let me think on this. The Snyder version. God, there are some int- there's some cool sequences in there. Um Are they gonna did they do the are they going with the baby? Cause that's not what I would go with, but
0: no, they did not go with the baby.
1: Okay, good. Um, man, the, oh, the parking lot sequence, like the parking, uh, the the parking structure shootout where it's dark and stuff. Is that, what no, is that?
0: Okay. they went with the uh, they went with the opening sequence actually.
1: Oh little, yeah, little I don't know why girl. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, that. yeah, that opening sequence is pretty great.
0: Yeah, it is. It's kind of its own movie, and um. I that is probably what I go with. The one that always sticks with me is the they um pointing out famous people as zombies.
1: That is great. I actually <laughs> I, I really like that movie. Yeah, um
0: I they've come around on it a lot.
1: Yeah. I think it's a ton of fun. It's so totally different from Romero's that I appreciate it for that. Like it's not trying to do anything that he was doing basically. Um, I still think it's one of Snyder's best movies. Yeah. Like, yeah, legitimately.
0: I would have to agree. All right, so that is yeah, one hundred and one yes. greatest movie moments. Um, it's on Shutter now. Um, I, I think it's I think it's a ton of fun, and uh, I've been enjoying watching it. So that was fun for me. Um, and, and before we gotta get out of here, Willie, anything you have been watching recently oh. while you've been uh, laid up here?
1: Um, yeah, I well, I mean, not not really anything horror wise. Unless you count hoarders, I've been watching Hoarders, the Annie reality show, which which is incredibly horrifying at times. Um, <laughs> um, no, I uh, Nikki and I did watch all of Cobra Kai season five. Ah, okay. So we have we have caught up on the Cobra Kai. Um, are you caught up on Cobra Kai?
0: No, I have a um, vacation at some point here and i was planning on maybe like watching them on a flight Perfect, (laughs) that's perfect i have not what so what should my expectations be for season five of cobra kai because i think i liked season four quite a bit where where are you at with five
1: um five is still uh, cobra kai remains probably the most pure fun i have watching a tv show like a current tv show it's just fun like i have a good time with it like is it always great like, is the writing always, like, incredible or anything? No. But God, do I feel great after every episode. Like, I'm jacked and ready to watch the next episode. Um, this is a, the first season, I'll say, where I I really enjoyed it. But I will say, this is the first time in the show where I've gone, you know, I think we need to wrap this thing up at some point here. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's not because I didn't enjoy it. It's because I am I want them to go out while, things, while I'm still enjoying it. And I'm feeling like... I've always appreciated the um, even that like the teen stories and stuff on the show. I think they've always done a good job of keeping those compelling. And yes, there's teeny drama and, and, and teen romances and stuff like that that are feel a little bit you know silly and, and whatnot. But um, that was always part of the, the Karate Kid movie, so it always worked for me. Um, I still like the, the the teen actors and stuff like that. The kid, the, the guy, the, the adults playing teenagers. Um, I like them all and stuff. But I, I I'm starting to feel um a little fatigued by some of their rivalries and stuff at this point you know what i mean i'm just it's getting a little long in the tooth of some of that stuff so i'm i was certainly more invested in the adult storylines this season there was less of an equal investment going on for me it was definitely more um more about the adults i will say there are a couple of a couple of uh I won't spoil anything for you, but there's a couple of fun returning Karate Kid uh, uh, alumni, so prepare for yeah, that. Okay. Um, they've brought back pretty much everybody from the series at this point, right? Um, <laughs> every major player, um, and even some minor there are ones. A,
0: there are a couple movies that are, that are still missing.
1: You're, from, yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's a couple more people from from the the franchise that that do pop up, um, okay, so which is always a ton of fun. I like I like seeing those people show up and stuff. Yeah. So um, nothing as big as Jackie Chan or Jaden. So don't get too, you know, it don't, is not made an
0: appearance. Yeah,
1: no, don't get don't don't get your hopes up that high. Of course, but uh, but yeah. I
0: like that movie.
1: Me too. I, like I, think, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. So, so, so I think it's great. I think it's great. I should not have been called Karate Kid, um, and and not because it's. Not like the original. It shouldn't have been *Hulk Carti Kid* because it's kung fu that he's doing the whole time. It makes no right. sense. Um, and I think it would, people would have gone and seen it if it was called *The Kung Fu*. It, that actually makes me actively annoyed. Like that's not even the same martial art. Like it's not even from the same country. Like what are we doing? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so, All right, so cobra uh,
0: yeah. kai cobra kai gets a a thumbs up but yeah. with some you're ready for it too and honestly it's good sometimes for shows to have an end point like an end goal in mind to start mm. building to that anyway especially with shows that have been on for a while i would agree there
1: it seems like we've got that, that we that it, it seems like they they've got one more season in them and, and i think they do i think that's that's the plan so i think that they'll go out okay but um but yeah, I do. I you can't you can't keep it going forever. I mean, these kids are almost thirty now, so you know. Although I guess that didn't stop Ralph Macchio, so.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, anything else?
1: No, no, not really. Um. Yeah, it's uh, uh. I'm happy to start feeling healthy again. It's nice.
0: Good. Yeah. Yes. Um, a couple of things that I want to talk about real quick and then we'll get out of here, but I have to talk about this movie Um, and I have to, this movie is entitled 13 Fanboy." Mm. And are you familiar with this movie? Willie? No. Oh boy. You're about to be, this is a, it's a slasher movie and I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to recognize some of the names involved in this movie very quickly. This movie is written and directed by Deborah, Voorhees, a.k.a. Debbie Sue Voorhees. Oh yeah. You recognize that name. This is starring D. Wallace, Kane Hotter, um, Judy Aronson, Lar Park Lincoln, Tracy Savage, Corey Feldman, and did I say CJ Graham? Because he's at it too.
1: Oh my god, my favorite uh <laughs> favorite nacho eating convention goer, CJ Graham. <laughs>
0: So Dee Wallace is the lead actress, and this is essentially like a Friday the 13th. This was made last year, 2021. A Friday the 13th fanboy goes on like a killing spree of people, the people I mentioned there, and they're all playing themselves like involved in the Friday the 13th movies.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Uh,
0: This is um, (laughs) on I believe Parabout Plus. Right now, uh, you could watch it. You could rent it. Um, I will. I will say, I had a lot of fun watching this. <laughs> I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, okay, I have to spoil something for you, though.
1: It's fine. Go ahead.
0: Kane Hodder in this movie has the most hilarious, like, prolonged death scene I've. I think I've ever seen. He gets stabbed by the thirteen fanboy, the slasher, and he's bleeding out, and he just keeps going. Like he says these people don't realize I'm a real person with a wife and a kid who I love. And he just keeps going on until he finally <laughs> dies. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at that, at that moment. Uh, Kane Hodder going for an act or an Oscar. Oh my for God. 13th.
1: <laughs> this sounds amazing. Do they ever, do they off uh, Feldman? Does Feldman get killed? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so funny. Uh, they,
0: they all pretty much, yeah, they all pretty much get it. Uh, CJ Graham has a great line, and I wish I remembered it, because CJ Graham sticks around for a while, and then he goes after him, and he has a very funny line. Uh, this is <laughs> highly recommended for Friday the 13th fans who are jonesing for anything Friday the 13th. Um, and I did mention, <laughs> uh, I have yeah, I've been, watching, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Um, I have been watching She-Hulk. I, I, last time I met, talked about it, I was not crazy about it, but then it picked up for me, and I think it's very good. Um, I like the... Uh, I like the Lord of the Rings show quite a bit. Um, what's the other thing? I, I just started watching House of the Dragon without ever watching Game of Thrones. Um, and it's, it's not bad. Okay. So, right. um, it's not bad. I just jumped in. I had read the first two uh, Game of Thrones books. Oh, and I should mention that, um, yeah, uh, What We Do in the Shadows just wrapped up season four. And I would, give it a, I would give that and Harley Quinn, which is wrapping up as well at season three, I will give those thumbs up as well. I think they've been very good. Harley Quinn has a little bit too much Batman focus for me. Batman has mm-hmm. kind of wormed his way in um, to the Harley Quinn yes. show. And I get it because like she is connected to Batman in her way. She like, she, she's a Batman villain. I get it. But like my, the fun I have watching the Harley Quinn show is seeing all the like C tier characters, mm-hmm. like their own, their own kind of comedic spin on them. And now Batman has kind of warmed his way. in. they do a good job of talking about, uh, Harley Quinn. I mean, she's a psychiatrist, and that's never really touched on in in her character in a lot of these shows. Um, so they do do a they do a good job tying that into the Batman stuff. Oh, and then uh yeah, my wife uh, just got home and she texted me, uh, Wrexham, Welcome to Wrexham. Ryan Reynolds and the dude from um, it's always in Philadelphia by a low level English soccer team or a, a welsh soccer team i believe like they actually did it in real life that's they wonderful are, they're documenting it and they're trying to get them um as owners out of the lowest level of english soccer because english soccer has like five levels um that you have to go that you have to go up through up until the premier league i believe is the top level so they're oh, trying wow. to get them up until up into level level four they are a um they're called wrexham folk football club and uh it's a it's a very it's a fun show i like it quite a bit so there sounds fun um all right that's it you good willie
1: i think so i think so
0: i want to um i want to make a plea here um, to all our listeners, we are very close to triple-digit subscribers on YouTube, and it, it would not mean anything beyond like more people listening. Like I, I'm, but like I would really like to hit that triple. Like it, it's just like a kind of an arbitrary number, but it would make me feel better. So if you could
1: subscribe, <laughs> if, you, if you're listening, <laughs> make it make it happen, guys.
0: Yeah, we're, we're we're like so close right now that it's just bothering me that we won't get like like it would take like a few more. <laughs> So so help, uh, help me out, help my mental health here and get, get us up to triple digits so I could go, oh, that, I feel better now. Um, I think that's it. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be, uh, we'll be back together shortly. So take care, everybody.